Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got the right everyone. Prime time on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? Good Friday. Well, more importantly, happy January 6th. Yeah, well, no, I should be saying that to you. Well, I'm just saying it's I, your day. I want to spread my joy for everybody. So, I, you know, I hope that you celebrated properly and put on your animal skull, you know, hat. And, you know, I don't what know. What is do... the proper way to celebrate the insurrection? <sighs> Boy, your that's a, that's insurrection. A, I don't know. Maybe take uh, like seven different flags, put them in the back of your pickup truck. You know, drive around a little bit, yell at some people. I saw some when I was back in uh, Kansas. Do you know Kansas? I'm familiar with it. I saw some Trump one signs. Oh, yeah. Still up out there. Yeah. My neighbor, I guess he's not really a neighbor. It was a a block or two away. But the, um, and I I tweeted it a long time ago, but he was the guy with, (laughs) I think it was nine separate flags uh, that lined his driveway. He moved. And so um, I'm a a little sad that on January 6th, I can't go by his property, be threatened to be shot for trespassing, and see all of his tastefully worded flags. (laughs) Well, it's your day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of... This day, two years ago, you were storming the Capitol. (laughs) I'm basking in it a little bit, you know. I'm going to head out to Brush Prairie maybe later on and... You know, go find a dive bar somewhere. I feel like, uh, you know, I'll blend in well there. Maybe out to Malala. You know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know if I'll have enough time. But I'll, I'll I'll celebrate today properly. You know, the thing about the Trump one sign, at least one of them we saw, is my dad, you know, he knows where everyone lives, right? Like, yeah. he, he's like, well, this house here, yeah. that's uh, my <laughs> dentist. And this house here, the, yeah. he's a... The Trump one, so there was a Trump one sign in, and it was like a doctor or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it happens. You know, it's, well, not, it's not all, you know, it's it's not all like uh, Grapefruit Joe. You know? Well, <laughs> it, I mean, I think a lot of people think it is. And but it's not. probably should be. But it isn't. It's, it's not. It isn't. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> some some uh, doctors are even dumb. <laughs> I know a couple guys that are pretty successful, and they wear the uh, Let's Go Brandon or... Well, that's different than Trump one. Like yeah, you can be no, against, but they they all it's they think Trump won. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, did McCarthy get in today? Did you guys see that? No, I don't think so. What are we? What vote are we on? I think we're on eight or nine now. You think Trump loves that? He's looking at this like, <laughs> yeah, this, this is what I'm talking about. Just uh, keep voting until I win. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they said that like why it's, do they vote fifteen times? Well, they have to keep voting because they have to have one. Well, can they just figure it out? <laughs> I think that's the problem. Is no, they can't. Well, so I was looking at that, and you know, and, and it's happened before, but it was like in like eighteen forty nine or something. Oh, really? Yeah, that like this has happened before. They have video of that? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe there's like a sketch artist. They said that there's been one that like went like fifteen or sixteen votes, but yeah, it was like a hundred years ago. So I, I am conditioned not to like Kevin McCarthy, right? Well, because you're a snowflake liberal. Right. So I was looking at the Republicans that oppose Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Because I'm like, aha, this is great. I don't know anything about Kevin McCarthy. I don't even know where he's from. He's got good hair. Um, And he, where is he from? Uh, I honestly, that I don't know. 
can look that up for you. <laughs> so I'm so I'm conditioned to oppose him, right? So as speaker. So then I'm California like, Bakersfield. Oh, he's a California guy. Okay, so then I'm like, oh, this is great. This is hilarious. I don't even know why. Like I'm not following it or anything. <laughs> just like, like I'm just I'm supposed to hate Kevin McCarthy, right? Sure. So then I look at the people that are 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 still voting against him, and it makes you like Kevin McCarthy. Well, it's like the it's all the whack jobs. <laughs> it's like the uh, Ga- Gates, 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 yeah, and then Bo that uh, Bimbo Bobart or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's all them. So and you, now, what am I supposed? I think. To do? I think because of that, I think you have to like. Yeah, Kevin Yeah. So McCarthy. now, I, do I want Kevin McCarthy? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I was watching some of it on CNN today, and I was so disgusted, uh, yeah. I turned it off. <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy the day, right? I'm trying yeah, to enjoy your day. I'm trying to celebrate my day, and you know, this is stealing our thunder. So come on, our thunder. Yes. <laughs> well, um, I do like when I'm standing in line to something or whatever, and. And someone does size me up, and and you'd be shocked. I guess maybe you you no, wouldn't, I wouldn't be. How often someone launches into a wonderful uh, conversation with me, uh, and I'm just like, wow, thank you, thank you for sharing that. I, I looked the part. Well, um, today is a big show, and I don't know if you know why. I got other an, than it's the insurrection. I got an idea. I mean. Anniversary. Well, we don't know if our phones will work, but if they do, <laughs> we think they will. Fingers crossed. Have you done anything? To fix the phones, no, Ryan. Look at him in there. Do I look like, look like an engineer to you? He's have they a, done anything to fix the phones? They have been through. They've done. They've made a pass. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was told from Crazy as McGinley, they should be good to go now. <laughs> By the way, did that sound like the least confident? They should be good to go now. There was even a pause in there. They should be good to go now. Well, the reality is, is, they don't know. Yeah, no one. Knows. There's nothing they can. Do. You know, like yesterday, we were on with Dan Lanning. And of course, we well, weren't. Well, you're kind of on with we Dan. We weren't Lanning. on with Dan. He was on with you. Because yeah. we couldn't get him on, and he could hear us, and we couldn't hear. It was just a mess. And the engineers like tried everything. They still couldn't do it. So it's like, no at some knows. point, they're just like, we can't. Well, it's again, it's we don't like, know. if you got a boat, you're not going to find out whether or not the boat works unless you get it out on the water. That's and then right. when it does, you're in a bit of a truck. That's trouble, right. You know? So our guinea pig today will be Jason Quick. We'll see what happens. Our Blazers insider. He will be, uh, he's slotted in at 3.30. Now, normally he joins us on Thursdays, but we had a short show yesterday, so we pushed him back. So if you want to know things about the Blazers, which I do, I need to get caught up on the Blazers. Nobody better than Jason Quick, and he will be on supposedly at 3.30. Breaking down the big Indiana Pacers tilt. God willing. <laughs> and then we have Jay, uh, Joey Harrington yes. at 5.30. Two guests. Friday. So uh, Allegedly two guests. We'll so we'll see. see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, while we were away, uh, I, have to, I have to bring this little subject up. We were on a holiday, you know, uh, vacationing, doing awesome things. Uh, there was a pillow with someone's face on it that showed up. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. On the couch in our studio. Uh-huh. And of all the faces that could appear on a pillow in our studio, mm-hmm. does anybody have any guesses as to whose face is on that pillow? Well, and I'm baffled by it, and nobody knows how it got in here. I can't guess because, well, I'm staring at it. But if you were to tell me that there is a a pillow with someone, a famous person's face on it, You'd have to go. I mean, we're we're into the. Uh, you you think there's a lot of votes for the uh, the speaker? No, this would. You you'd be well into the two hundreds before I ever got this one. Yeah, the uh, pillow has the face, the smiling face. Yeah. Of Kim Jong Un. Both sides, but different photos. <laughs> I came in to do the. <laughs> what is happening? I know. I noticed it first when I came in to do the post game show right after the Ducks game on the twenty eighth, and I thought for sure it was like a. White elephant gift that one of you guys had landed from somebody. I, I, no, I will say that I did not land this, but I went to a white elephant gift uh, from my special lady friend's holiday party. And by the way, she totally put the kibosh on it because uh, I wanted to bring a sex toy. I thought it would bring the house down. Of course. But I, it was her first one, and so I was rebuked. But I had it, and then someone stole it from me. It was one of those pillows that you, you, you like, you, it's got sequins, and so you can do two different photos. And it was John Travolta and Nick Cage, and it was amazing. Mm. Yeah, you brush up, and it was John Travolta from Face Off. I've seen Brush down, really cool. it's Nick Cage. That's fantastic. And someone stole it from me, and I was pissed off. Well, you know, in White Elephant, you can... Someone stole it at the White Elephant well, party? White Elephant parties, you can steal someone else's oh, gift. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Right? right. You so, can, yeah. yeah. You I, can say, I don't want this, I want that. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I, I was very happy with my... my what did they give you in return for A that? remote control Batmobile, I think. 
And then someone stole and that. Did you get that? Oh, did you? No, because then when, when someone steals yours, then you have to go to the table and pick a new, a, a, like a new blind What'd one. What'd you get? Uh, I ended up because I got two stolen, and I ended up with a size medium tiger onesie. <laughs> what a, like tiger? Like a in... like a tiger like Tony Woods? the tiger. tiger yeah, like you know you put on a. You put on a onesie, like a furry costume. Like a zip-up pajama onesie? Yes, cool. which which when I sat down, I blew it out. Like the crotch and the legs, it just got shredded. So you you tried to put it on? I did put it on. And then a when size I... size medium? A size medium. And then when I zipped Don't it... Don't they call you Big Souk? Yeah, by the way, I, mean, I can show you the photo, but it's uh, it had a hole in the back for like, uh, you know, easy access. Let's just say I put a hole in the crotch as well for easy access. It was not... It, it didn't fit me well. But mm. uh, yeah, that was my... That was my white elephant gift that I ended up. And then no one stole the blown out Tony the Tiger. No, they didn't want that one. I'm told by my sources. I already have. See, our tentacles reach uh, far and wide. And I already have the story on, <clears throat> on the Kim Jong-un pillow. Yeah. Apparently, it was a white elephant gift. Well, there you go. To Jason Swigard. Ah. And from so he, someone in his family. Well, can I just say, this is a, I, I, I'm meaning this with no disrespect. Whoever uh, someone is about to be seriously well, disrespected. Well, Swag brings it in here, like, so that is a that is a he <laughs> commits genocide every day, right? Like he is a he has you killed the hundreds of thousands of people, and yet he's become this weird kind of lovable joke. Like, what if I brought in a Hitler pillow? Well, he's kind of a goofy little fat guy. But he we can't really take him seriously. He kills a lot of people. He may be responsible for more death on the planet than anyone, and yet he doesn't. Like it's 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 very weird. Putin's this way too. Like we have the one of the engineer carts has a big sticker of Putin's face, and then like a little comic saying above it, and I'm like, yeah, he is kind of a war criminal. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird that someone decided um, to make a ha ha holiday gift out of. Uh, Captain Genocide over there. It's it's a little weird. Yeah, like what if what if that had Hitler on it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then like, is it like whoa? Yeah, it's like whoa. What are we doing here? And like he's responsible for killing lots of people. I'm like, well, so is that dude. But I guess Hitler didn't look fun loving. Whereas, like you said, he's a fat, goofy looking dude. How many people's faces on a pillow would be truly unacceptable? It sounds like Hitler's one, but how many mm -hmm. others are there? Well, yeah. I mean, if you put Ted Bundy on a pillow, is that yeah. gonna fly? Yeah, that's like, a problem. Dahmer's gonna be a big one. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Ooh. God. Jared from Subway. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know what? That boy, that is sneaky underrated. Chris Beard. How how <laughs> uncomfortable that would be. Art Bryles. He'll <laughs> probably have Art Bryles pillows somewhere. Well, outside of his own bedroom, which I'm sure it exists in his own bedroom, where what is the proper place for a Kim Jong-un pillow? Because I, I I do think so I guard, you know, not just throwing it away and bringing it in, in here. Yeah. Uh, that's probably what I would have done. Had yeah, I what else are you going to do? Uh, I mean, it fits in here. It's not going in your house. Right, exactly. No. What if I just start, what if I just put it on my on my couch, <laughs> see if my wife, and, right and be there. totally serious about it? <laughs> no one say anything she's about like, it. she's uh, like, what is that? Okay. What do you mean? You don't like it? I just think he, if we're going with body count versus... What would you say, celebrity status? He's probably number one. Like he just does. Like he's he's a punchline. Like people dress up as him, and it's like a like they make fun of him. And it's but well, he's, I think he's he's, a, he's like okay, I get what you're saying, but you know, like uh, well, we brought up Hitler. Yeah. Uh, Kim Jong Un is more like the like you don't want to rustle Hitler's hair, right? Like tussle his hair. Yeah. Kim Jong Un, you do. It's like it's it's cute. It's like nice try, it, dude. You know. I mean, they made a whole comedy movie out of yeah. uh, right. You know, with with James Franco and yeah. whoever that was. And like, I don't think you're doing that with Hitler. I just don't exactly. Yeah. I, I, Hitler. I mean, it was like you can't even joke no. about that. Stalin. Kim Jong Un. You just it's. <sighs> we get the atrocities, but right. it's like we're not scared of him. I think that's what it is. <laughs> right. You're not North Korean. And Hitler's dead, of course, so we're not really scared of him. But yeah, that's a. It's just it's a weird. I find it to be a weird thing when I, because you do see, you know, you see stuff like this. If you go to like a Spencer's gift or whatever, they have like a stress ball with you know Kim Jong Un on it or whatever, and he's kind of become like a weird little. Uh, he's a meme. He's a celebrity, and yet he kills lots and lots of people. So is he watching us right now with his, with his? 
I doubt it. Un pillow with the camera. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? It reminds me a little bit of OJ. Remember how OJ was yeah. like every every comedian had an OJ joke. I mean, the guy slit the throat of his wife and yeah. her lover. Yeah. I mean, right. it wasn't really yeah. very funny. But OJ content really. was on all the late night shows and like. Yeah, it was a true. fun. It was a fun thing. Yeah, to Yeah, they like... had the dancing judge. I remember yeah. that they had the dancing judge Itos, and yet it was this horrible double murder trial. Yeah. But you're you're right. The one, the, the only one that I can remember, like actively doing it. And I was like in like the sixth grade, seventh grade. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to piss people off. I had a free Mike Tyson shirt, mm. and I look back on that and I'm embarrassed. It had his mugshot and said "Free Mike Tyson." I wore it to like like a church event. And I was like. <laughs> Dude, you're like Way to the, go, dude. I know. You're like in the seventh grade. You're like, oh, check this out. I'm going to bring the whole establishment down with my Mike Tyson shirt. Hey, great move with the convicted rapist on your shirt. You know, but he's another guy that yeah. I find very weird in that he is a convicted rapist. And yet he's like this lovable, like he sells weed now and he's in the hangover. And we're like, ah, Mike, you're great. So how old were you with the Mike Tyson shirt? Oh, like seventh grade. Sixth, yeah, so, seventh grade, something like that. You know, your bishops went back into the back and talked about you. Oh, and, yeah. And one of them said, uh, yeah, that's that guy's going to storm the Capitol someday. <laughs> I was Lo and asked. Behold, they were right. I did. I was asked to. Uh, I had to turn, profit. I had to turn it inside out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Should. Yeah. It was one of those. Way to go, dude. And I wasn't allowed to wear it to school. <laughs> that, but that was like my big. I, that was like my big rebellion. When you're like in the seventh grade, don't you? Yeah, like, you don't. Know. You get one thing. You're like, yeah, check this out. Right. It's badass. This is what I stand for. Yeah. Yeah. I was a. Oh, I was a sophomore in high school when uh, 9/11 happened, and I promptly, uh, ignorantly got a new Iraq shirt that uh, I thought yeah. was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. You know? It's like ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was 1992. So yeah, I was like in the seventh grade. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you guys want to new Iraq? <laughs> God. You guys want to party? Yeah, why the hell not? It's a Friday. Sure. Let's We're go. We're 15 minutes away from checking to see if our phone lines work. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, but up next, our poll question. It is 317 on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh. The LNA Sportsbook. I've got to check in with my man up there. Yeah, go see what's up. Uh, here's our poll question today. It's on Twitter at 1080thefan. AAA heating and cooling family business helping families for over 60 years. AAA, IAQ.com. Today we're asking you, which of these NFL coaching vacancies would be most appealing for, even though there are only Arizona. Is that will become open very soon. Carolina, Denver, or Indianapolis. Vote. Vote hard. Um, I'm gonna probably well to me it's not Denver, which is you know odd because Denver has a, a, a good roster. I think Denver has the best roster of any of those teams. It's not even close. Their defense was excellent, minus the the weird game against the Rams where they clearly quit. Dude, that's a top three or four defense, depending on what metric you look at in the in the NFL. And you got good skill position players. The problem is, is you're tied to a quarterback right now that appears broken. So, you know, that that job is appealing if you think you can fix Russell Wilson. And, you know, you, you hear from people around the NFL that say that that a lot of people are just shying away from that. They don't want anything to do with it because there is starting to be a belief around the NFL that that's not fixable. 
and you're tied to him for years. Yeah, he's not even on his Denver extension yet. No. He's so, I mean, I mean you're tied to him for my, a bare minimum three, more likely four before it even becomes, like, the, can, you, that you consider getting rid of him. And the best part of that is hmm. the, that uh, Denver has to hand over it, the the, uh, the number third the overall pick. The third <laughs> overall pick for that <laughs> to Seattle. That's unbelievable. And Seattle might still make the playoffs. Yeah. So en- enjoy wow. that one. So Denver is a weird situation. I almost put that in a, in a separate category because if you think you can fix Russell Wilson, that's the best job bar none. Outside of that, I, I would probably go with – I'd probably go with Carolina – and then I'd probably go Arizona, and then I would probably go Indianapolis. Okay. Indy, I just, the, the the fact that you've got an owner, and I know that they've been successful, but the fact that you've got an owner, you have no quarterback to speak of whatsoever, I don't think your roster is that good. Um, at least in Arizona, again, you have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, it's a franchise quarterback that you have to straighten out and that you have to get on the the, the hooks, uh, get on the, the the same page with, get your hooks into him. But that is when healthy, he's one of the more talented players in the league, and you've got some guys on that roster. And I kind of like Carolina. Carolina has a good young defense, right? You have draft capital. I mean, think think about that. You blew that thing up, and you're fighting for your playoff life. So, I and you got an owner that's willing to spend. I kind of like what Carolina's go, got yeah, going going on. Is Tepper a good owner, though? I don't know because, like, I, I think a better question here: Power rank the ownership groups here of those four. Well, it's it's tough to know because we don't know anything really about the Waltons. You would probably say the Waltons, but you're right; it's an unknown because they just bought the team. Yeah. Then you have. Um, Ursay and Ursay is weird because they've been successful, but I don't think have he's they terrible? Are they successful because of Ursay, or are they just successful because you kind of you got Manning and you got luck? Look, I've always said, and I, I said this with you know when Paul Allen when he was alive, and and Jody Allen now is a great example of of uh, the opposite of that. You just want an owner that cares and wants to win. Yes, that that's a start, and Ursay is that. Now he's a mess of a human, but he's got a lot of money. Yeah. He cares and he wants to win. That was the thing about Paul Allen that is not there with Jody Allen. Now, Jody, um, maybe with the Seahawks, but I don't even think that. Does she really care about winning like the way Paul did? No, and no. That, that that's a big deal. And so Ursay at least cares about winning. I think Tepper does too, but he's been kind of crappy. Like, I mean, how many quarterbacks have they gone through since he's <laughs> owned that team? He hasn't owned that team that long. No. And they can't find. And then Arizona seems like that owner's kind of a – I don't know. He doesn't have great reputation. It's a weird Bidwell, and 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 there there may be a reason. And why. And then you got Murray there, who's the best quarterback of any of the of the guys, uh, uh, quarterbacks at any of those four franchises. But at the same time, you don't want to touch that quarterback because he's a bonehead, and now he's hurt. Look, when you, I I, I just was interested in this. I, I looked up, and again, it's just it's one opinion, but I just looked up ranking the the NFL owners, right? And I don't know. This was a was from a thing called lineups. Ooh, who is the best NFL? Well, well it's got to be it's Kraft. Robert. It's Robert Kraft. Yeah, I mean, it's not even close. But you look through there, and I I don't think that this is necessarily um, a, a coincidence. Look, a lot of bad franchises have bad ownership. Well, right? That's what I mean. I, I think if I'm that, well, I'm sorry. That that is what I was getting at with this question. Which of these NFL coaching vacancies would be most appealing? To me, the first thing I'm looking at more than anything else is ownership. Ownership. Can I win with this owner? Yeah. Is he going to give me the tools? Is he going to stay out of my way? Exactly. Again, I I, I kind of like the idea of, of the Walton uh, situation there in Denver. It's, it, it, you've got the richest owner in, in – he might be – I think he is the richest owner in sports, period. There may mm-hmm. be some European soccer team, but he's certainly the richest owner in North America. So just from that standpoint alone – I, like like you said, I love a guy that doesn't care. Like right now, if you look, I'm a Mets fan. The New York Mets, who were notoriously cheap because, well, they didn't have any money because their owner was you know, defrauded by Bernie Madoff. And they got a guy now who doesn't give a F. He, he will, spends right He left. will spend what – have you seen with luxury tax what their payroll is going to be? Cohen. Their payroll, I think, is going to be more – then I think it's the bottom six or seven teams in Major League Baseball combined. Is that? But you like that because that yes. just falls into the category of he really does want to win. It's it not, doesn't mean he's doing it smartly no. or it's going to do anything to win games. Yeah, but he he cares and he wants to win. Yes, and and I and not everyone will be perfect, but you hit it on the head. If you have an owner that cares, like you were a fan of the Kansas City Royals yes. for your whole life, and how frustrating that must have been to have an owner that literally ran that thing. Just well, wait a minute. 
when I was young. Well, but it was Ewing Kaufman. Yes, and he he was one of the best owners in sports. But it changed, and he died. And he died. And, he and, sold. The, and the new guy that came in, he did not care he was about a Walmart guy too. But he was a guy that cared about making no, he, money. David Glass. He did not care about the, the, yeah, no. He, he didn't. It was a dollars and cents yeah. thing. It was a Donald Sterling sort of situation where it was like, hey, I'm just using this to make money. Yeah, it was sad. And that's frustrating. And so whether it's a a, a, a Rob Walton or whether it's um, you know, a temper in, in, in Carolina, the fact that you have guys that are so rich that making money really isn't the end all the be all. I, 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 that's what I would choose. Now, ideally you could get someone like Kraft that's smart and savvy and has the money, but given the choice, I will always take the guy that's got deep pockets. That's willing to yeah, swing exactly. and miss. That's the, that's the key. Who's who, I'm now curious who is, uh, after Kraft on that list, uh, top NFL owners. Top NFL owners. They went. Don't with, say Jerry Jones is on there. Uh, he's in the top ten. They went Art Rooney in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, which is of the course. definition of stability oh there so in, in Pittsburgh. So good. Well, and that's why you know there's so good. Haven't they had like three coaches in, in whatever it is, eight like million years? Yeah, I mean it's the ultimate stable program. Yeah, very good. And they went Stan Kroenke at the Rams, the Hunt family in Kansas City, uh, Lori and the Phil- Hunts are good. Uh, Lori in Philadelphia. Uh, Arthur Bryant or Arthur uh, Blank, Blank in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, then comes Jerry. Uh, yeah. And then they're given. Uh, Jerry's not a great owner. He's just an alpha. Yeah. Uh, was it Biscotti? The, but the, you're right. He cares and he wants he to cares win. Like and he wants are, to win. The things we're talking about. You're yeah. right. right. Uh, Biscotti, the Ravens owner. Oh, again, he's good. Great organization, yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, they went Walton Nine in Denver, and then they went with Green Bay, which is all public shareholders. So. Who's the worst? Dan Schneider, the worst. Schneider. It's not even close. <laughs> but I mean, if you look through. Like the bad organizations. I mean, they're, you know, Snyder, uh, Jimmy Haslam in Cleveland, which has been an absolute don or a Whoa. gong show. <laughs> donkey? Sh- did you about? You almost said donkey show. I almost or said dong show. I almost said dong show. <laughs> is this projecting a little bit here? <laughs> well, that is Cleveland. I mean, Deshaun Watson. I mean, that is the definition. Yeah, that guy, Haslam's a moron. Uh, McNair in Houston, which is a mess. The the only one. Well, he died though. That's his wife. Yeah, it's still his wife. His wife is Jamie McNair. Yeah, but he. Well, they that whole thing is a cluster. Was he a mess too? Wasn't yes. he like old racist guy? Yes, which is why, why everyone, everyone wanted out. Like yeah. he was, he he's the one that said like inmates running the asylum, right. and you know, yeah. everyone hated him. The one team that's good that has horrible ownership is Cincinnati. Mike Brown is viewed, and he comes yeah. in at twenty eight here. Mike Brown is viewed as a atrocious owner, and yet uh, they something changed there. Well, I think Joe Burrow changed. <laughs> Sometimes, when, sometimes when you get the quarterback right, everything else falls into place. I guess so. But remember in the offseason, they were you know they 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 wouldn't pay their defensive players like that is not yeah huge. he's awful he's, that is that they're they're notorviously cheap he's rookies been that don't way want, for years. There was talk that Burrow, who's from Ohio, was going to refuse to sign, try to pull like a Steve Young, and be like no because that's how bad like players coming out of the top half of the draft historically have been like I will go anywhere I'm not going to Cincinnati. So maybe the answer to the poll question is Arizona because you could maybe trade Kyler at least get something for him. It's a lot. It, it, if you wanted to get out from underneath that, he is a you could, y- trade, him. You could trade him. Somebody would want him. Absolutely, They'd try to do well, something. Well, he's supremely talented. You just have to have him grow up a little bit and find someone that can uh, mm-hmm. whisper in his ear a little bit. Indy's uh, it's a tough one. Okay, poll question is at ten eighty the fan today. Which of these NFL coaching vacancies would be most appealing? Arizona. Carolina, Denver, or Indy. Vote, vote hard. I think uh, this one is close, so I'm going to uh, update the results, if I remember, later in the broadcast. But you probably won't, but... Please remind me. (laughs) Okay, here's a big question. Big question of the day. Okay. Will our phones work? (laughs) We are expecting Jason Quick, our Blazers insider. That's 50-50. It did not go well with Dan Lanning yesterday. Will it today? Tune in to find out next. Here's Buck with SportsCenter. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, we break from super hot football talk to get caught up on your Portland Trailblazers. That is, if our phones work. Yesterday we were, uh, we did not get Dan Lanning on because, uh, well, we were going to have a great cigar conversation with him and the phones, uh, they just didn't cooperate. Although I'm hearing in my headset, it this sounds promising. I hear a rustle. And I, f- I feel like we just got a cough. Jason Quick, can you read us? I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Indeed. Look Fantastic. at us. Fantastic. That's a win. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> a radio show that can take calls. <laughs> Look at us. Trending in the right yeah. direction. Blazers insider Jason Quick. How are you? How was your holiday? Uh, it was okay. It was uh, nothing exciting, so that's good. Yeah, I've talked to two people that have said that. You're the second person, I guess, That wasn't today. super enthusiastic, though. They're, but it you know, is good, though. Nothing exciting over the holidays is good. I've determined yeah. that because no drama. Yeah. Or just like sometimes it can be a lot, you know? So uh, that's good. Yeah. Happy to hear it. I'm, I'm really, really fat now. Right. So you're really, really I, what? I've fat. got it. Fat. <laughs> fat. Well, we all are. That's what new year's. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Monday is my start day. I'm back in the gym Monday. Wait, Monday. <laughs> I love that. It's just an yeah. arbitrary date. Well, how how many times has that been moved back? Uh, none. No. But it's just I'm I'm on the road now. I have to I have to be home to get back. Ah, uh, I get my mindset. Oh, you're in Indiana uh, Indiana tonight. I am in Indiana tonight. Oh, okay. Any breaking news we need to know before the game tips? Uh, no. Gary Payton will uh, miss his second game with the sprained right ankle. So for those keeping track at home, there have been 38 Blazer games he's played in one. <laughs> okay. But you can't like the angle one. I, I know a lot of people are giving him crap, you know, for that. But you know, guys sprain ankles. I always say, like, if you come back from an injury and you hurt something else, like I uh, give the guy a give the guy a break. Yeah, it's just really disappointing. I think, uh, and I think it's surprising to a lot because. When you look at how he sprained the ankle, it didn't look that serious. He played on it after, and I just don't think anyone uh, expected him to miss uh, the two games. So it's a, it's a little bit deflating because there was so much anticipation for him to play, and when he played, he played well. You could see how he could help this team, uh, particularly from a depth for, uh, standpoint. And so it's it's really deflating not to have him uh, available. Well, <clears throat> I guess uh, my first question to you is going to be: uh, tell me every, tell me everything I need to know about this season's Blazers in one minute, because I have not watched <laughs> one iota of them. And the last time we spoke, caveat: last time we spoke, we were very high on them because I was watching them then. But then yeah. holidays happened, and they seem very mid. Tell me everything I need to know. What's going on? Uh, their starting lineup is solid. Uh, they make a ton of dumb turnovers, though, which uh, hurts them. They're like 23rd in the league in turnovers. Uh, but right now their biggest thing is their depth. They're, they're, they have nobody on the bench, uh, and they're getting killed in the middle of games when their bench comes in. And a lot of that is because Justice Winslow's been out for two weeks with a sprained ankle. Gary Payton hasn't played. And so they're playing rookie Shaden Sharp a lot. They're playing rookie Jabari Walker has now entered the rotation, replacing Trenton Watford. Uh, and then, uh, you know, so that their, their bench just isn't able to kind of sustain things uh, in games. So the starters are playing, you know, Dame's playing close to 40 minutes, Jeremy Grant, 40 minutes. Josh Hart, 40 minutes. And so they're losing. Uh, they've lost a lot of games at the end because I think their starters are just so tanked because Chauncey can't trust 
uh, the young guys. Yeah, I saw that. You know, in, in clutch games, you know, down the stretch, I think they're like nine and ten. You know, for a while there, you know, when, when Lillard's healthy, he's that guy that you know they've been so good in these clutch games down the stretch because of Lillard. And now you're seeing like Minnesota the other night. It just it, it you can tell guys are just the legs aren't there. They're just running out of gas. I mean, they had what two or three open threes right down the stretch there that yeah. you know normally you would think those are good shots and they're just not falling. Yeah, and right now Lillard's in a in one of his shooting pumps. Yeah, I mean, he's particularly from from three point range. He's not shooting very well, but early in the year, that was kind of their thing was pulling out games. Remember, they hit the last second shot against Phoenix, yeah. hit the last second shot at uh, Miami, uh, Sacramento, the Lakers. They all had, they were making big shots, and I think that was because uh, they weren't tired one because it was the start of the season and two they were playing a regular rotation where uh bench guys were playing 26 27 minutes and, and keeping those main guys minutes around 33 34 but now uh all these guys are being really kind of stretched in because they're playing close to 40 minutes too early to ask uh trade deadline or is there a possibility they can bring some reinforcements in sure there's always that possibility but it's going to be some really difficult decisions because to get quality, you're going to have to give up quality. So you have to really ask, you know, how much do you value Josh Hart? How much do you value Yusuf Nurkic? Um, I don't think they'll, obviously they, don't, they won't trade Jeremy Grant. I don't think, um, you know, today he becomes eligible to sign uh, an extension. The Blazers are uh, hopeful and want him to be a long-term piece in Portland. Grant likes it here, but his side is not really committed to whether they want an extension now or wait until the summer and see what kind of uh, interest he gets from other teams. So this is really kind of an important stretch for the Blazers uh, from here until April in making sure that Jeremy Grant's happy and that he believes in the future of uh, moving forward. They have until June 30th to, to sign him to that extension. And, uh, you know, I, I think he likes it here. The teammates, his teammates like him. The organization certainly likes him. But the big question is going to be, does Jeremy Grant believe that the Blazers can win? And so, you know, for so many years, the big conversation has been, can the Blazers keep Damian Lillard happy to stay here? And now that narrative is kind of focused or shifted to Jeremy Grant and does Portland as an organization, as a team, as a city have what it takes to keep Jeremy Grant here happy and wanting to sign. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, he has been fantastic. Everything you could want. And then some, if he, if he leaves, that is the definition of a kick in the junk. Is he an all-star? Nope. Uh, he's right there. Yeah. yeah I, you know, him or Lori Markinen will probably get that last spot, uh, the kid in um, Utah. But I think, I mean, when you throw in what he does defensively, I think he's an all-star. I mean, he has been awesome, awesome, and way better, way better than I ever thought he was. He is uh, really good. And, you know, it's funny, the Detroit guys who were just in Portland – uh, on Monday, a couple of their reporters were like, this is way better than he was last year. You know, he's just, it's just a good fit for him. He wasn't necessarily a number one in Detroit. He, he didn't have quite that skill set to be the number one on a night in, night out, night out basis. But he's also not, you know, like a number three or number four like he was in, in Denver and Oklahoma City. And so this is like the perfect fit for him. I, I would say he has kind of surpassed um Anthony as the number two kind of scoring option on the Blazers I, I think Jeremy's kind of taken that mantle of the go-to guy when this team starts uh spinning its wheels a little bit well it would be amazing if the Blazers had another all-star besides Damian Lillard I mean if you if you really want to boil down the Lillard era to one thing it's that he just has not had I mean, another other great players around him. I mean, CJ was good, not great, not an all star. Yep. Um, yeah. So that that but would yeah, be. Yeah, Lamarcus. That's it. 
Yeah, LaMarcus was. Yeah, like I was looking at this today. Um, do you know? I'll just test your your Blazers. I mean, it's not like this is a hard one, but do you know going back to Rasheed Wallace, how many All Stars outside of Damian Lillard the Blazers have had? Well, what uh, Cliff Robinson? No, going back uh, to Rasheed. So Rasheed was oh, two thousand one, and and by the way, when I say All Stars. Uh, guys that were trailblazers that made it as trailblazers. I don't think there were guys that, that I didn't, think. but I want that qualification in there. Uh, Brandon Roy. Yep. LaMarcus. Yep. Uh, what about Zebo? Did Zach ever make one? Nope. Zebo never made one here. Nope. He made it in Memphis. No. I think that's it. That it is it. Dude. That is it. Really? Dude, they have had three All-Stars since 2001. Yeah. You want to boil it down to one thing? What's wrong? That's it. So it would be nice to have Jeremy yeah. Grant. But then but but you know, even if Jeremy Grant is an all-star, they're still 19 and 18. I mean, I I don't know. Are they Yeah. Is there hope at least? Um Well, I mean, it depends what you're hoping for. Oh, right. You know, is there hope that they is there a hope that they can make the playoffs? Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're still right in the thick of it in the West. Is there hope now that they can get out of the first round? That's where it gets really dicey. I think they're going to need to probably make a move and and mm. get better. But again, where they're weak, they they need big men and they need uh, small forwards, wings, and those are their two most attractive trade uh, pieces. Unless you're talking about trading Anthony Simons, and that is certainly an option. But my sense has been, I haven't gotten this straight from uh, anyone in the front office. My sense is they do not want to give up on Anthony Simons right away. But that might be their next big decision, you know, is uh, do we have to dangle uh, a a young up-and-coming talent like an Anthony Simons to get better now? So a a lot of this is kind of fluid. They They have to figure out how quickly they want their timeline to advance. Or if they want to be patient with something. Yeah, like I, I really like Anthony Simons, and I think he obviously you look at your, your future. I think he's the best thing you got going. But you know, you, you've you've made this decision that you are you are a Lillard timeline team that all the eggs are into yeah. that basket. And I know it's still early on, but it, it certainly seems you're a bottom ten defensive team. You're five hundred. <laughs> It, it feels like a slightly better backcourt version of, of CJ. It feels like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Somebody called that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's the thing is that they have to, I think they're monitoring how Anthony's developing, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. I, I think Anthony is getting better, but I think it's also – it's hard playing alongside Dame because Dame needs the ball and Dame takes a lot of shots. And I think all the guys respect him so much that they are cognizant and of, of his uh, volume and that they often defer to him. And I think Anthony has particularly gotten in that rut here the last probably two or three weeks where, you know, Dame's kind of trying to, um, impose his will on games and that means Anthony has to take a back seat. What about Sharp? Like if, if you're if you're buying Blazers futures, are you putting more money on Sharp than Simons at this point? Ooh. That's hard. I, I I still think they're kind of different players. Just because Anthony has the ball in his hands so much more than Sharp does, but I don't think they give up on it on Shane Sharp. I mean, I, they really like him, and uh, he's going to be a fun one to watch. I think he's a guy that puts butts in the seats, too. Well, so, um, yeah. But, yeah, if you had to pick between those two, I think you pick Shaden right now. Right. And he's going to the dunk contest, I read? Yeah. He is, yeah. Sweet. Uh, he was kind of waffling on it there for, for a while, and, uh, you know, Joe Cronin kind of said, it's up to you. It's totally up to you. The thing is, you're going to have this opportunity as long as you're in the league. Every every year, they will welcome you in that contest. But uh, Shaden elected to do it, and so I I think he's going to win. I, yeah. I, I called it early in the year. I, I I think you know people in Portland know what he can do and how high he can get up. So uh, 
and I've heard that he's hired the same guy. I can't think of his name now, but the same guy that um, Anthony and uh, who else was in the duck contest? I think Dane maybe they, they hired the guy uh, to kind of coach him on on how to be creative and what props to use and all that stuff. But uh, I've hmm. heard that Shaden has uh, enlisted him as well. I didn't know there was a dunk guru, <laughs> dunk guy. <laughs> yeah, there, nice. there's a, there's specialties for everything: shooting, rebounding, all that kind of stuff. All right, sir. Well, enjoy your time in uh, Indiana. Safe travels back, yeah. and uh, let's hit that treadmill on Monday. Yeah, man. Let's get after it. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Thank you, Jason. All right. I'll see you guys. Okay, yeah, Jason bye. Quick, our Blazers insider. Now, he joins us every Thursday at 515, but we moved him because yesterday's show was short. And how about this? The phone's working. Yes, look at us. Isn't that exciting? Uh, great text here. Somebody said, uh, you can tell the phones are working perfectly because the sound quality is so crappy. <laughs> Thank you. And Odyssey Station. That's what I noticed yesterday when we couldn't get landing is that we didn't have the weird yeah. distorted thing. I'm like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. So, so our phones either work and it sounds terrible or they don't work which do you choose well you take the terrible phones <laughs> you know I mean, good times I feel good about it good times well uh things are looking up in Blazerland. i see my god <laughs> it's the same story it does feel a little bit like that Gosh. but to be fair like a, a lot of what ails them is you know from from little to to gp uh there there have a lot you, of injuries and, and it's mostly been to the bench but there just hasn't been a good rotation although eubanks uh eubanks has become a player <laughs> let's let's look on the, let's look on the bright side of one drew eubanks catch well, wait. the fever he just told me they have nobody off the bench and you're touting drew eubanks eubanks has been I think great that says it all eubanks has been great apparently he hasn't they have the worst bench in the league <laughs> what are you talking about eubanks has provided quality he really is God. For you know a 10-day contract guy, Eubanks has been a nice surprise. You know what? Blazers moratorium. I'm calling it right now. Who cares? <laughs> I not care. even Blazer fans. I care about Drew you Eubanks. Do not, and not even, Blazer fans don't even care. Do something. How about this? Do something. What, are you pulling a Willie Taggart? Yeah. I was going to say, have a good day if you want to. That's right. Blazers. <laughs> what a joke. Tell us how you really feel. All right. Well, it'd just be nice if they'd. Do something different, you know, like get good players or something, you know? Yep. Jeremy Grant's been fantastic. Or maybe just tank and go for the draft. Like, that would be more exciting than this. The uh, same one, old thing. One banana sweet That's why I said trade Lillard in the offseason. Everybody laughed, but that would have been better. Well, the Simons thing may come up. Yeah, I'd trade him. I, mean, I said that two years ago. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, you can't. Oh, why not? Well, his stock's, his stock's pretty high right now. He's a, he's, mm -hmm. He can score in this league. Trade him. All right. Up next is an open segment of Sports Talk on the fan. All right, Open Seggy, uh, coming up next, they have made a decision on Bill's Bengals, and we will go through it. It is confusing, but I, <laughs> I have written it down so I can present it to you in a very clear way. And I revised it multiple times. Yeah. So I believe that this is a very clear way of explaining to you what the NFL has decided regarding Bill's Bengals, and we'll get to that next. Well, not just that game, but how it impacts everything moving forward. Exactly. There, yeah, Ravens, Bengals is another one. One of the more challenging things to summarize for my update today. Boy, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's I'm, a I'm telling you, I, I, I watched it, right? So I watched, like, I don't know, it was Tom Pelissaro. Somebody on the NFL Network was spitting it out. And I'm like, wait, what? And I had to rewind it and keep watching. So then I wrote, <laughs> wrote it down, and then I revised it. And I'm like, wait, that's not right. And then revised it again. And I think I've got it to where it's fairly clear. Yeah, I was. I, I watch or watch. I listen to a, a, a show called Moving the Chains. It's like Jim Miller's on there, the old Bears quarterback. I think they do a really good job. And not to be confused with Jim Drunken. Miller? No, no. The the other Forty Nine are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Forty Nine are great. Was that Virginia Tech? Was that Drunken? I think it was Miller? West Virginia. West Virginia. I think he was a West Virginia guy. Interesting. Are you sure you're not thinking of Kevin Pitsnoggle? <laughs> Loved Kevin Pitsnoggle. I think look that up for me. Where was he? Uh, West Virginia. Yeah, he was. A he West was Virginia. definitely West Virginia. But Basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitsnoggle. Big, big, big goofy white guy. White guy. Yeah. with uh, with kind of like trailer trashy tattoos. Hundred yeah. percent. No way. <laughs> but I was listening to Jim Miller try to explain the the scenario, and it was it was adorable. Oh. It was just yeah. You gotta you can't do it on the fly. Yeah, you have to prepare it. Yeah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we have prepared it for you. You are going to find out when we get back everything that they have decided regarding Bill Spangles and the playoffs. Until we screw it up. 
Well, how about this? Hot Kevin Pitsnoggle update. Currently still lives in his hometown. He's a car dealer, has worked as a special ed teacher, a high school basketball coach, and is most recently an assistant principal. That's what Kevin Pitsnoggle's up to. Interesting. You could do a lot worse than having assistant principal Kevin Pitsnoggle. What, what do you have to have to be a principal or assistant principal? You just have to be a teacher and then work your way up. Also, he and his wife have eight kids. What? Pitsnoggle from three. Boy, he's going. <laughs> he, he could knock it down from distance. That was really special. Mormon going guy? Deep. You think? LDS? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Because that's what I think of when I, when somebody has eight kids, I think. Well, Catholics, too. They don't believe in uh, birth control. Well, but... Although it does say they're combined eight kids, so it may have been uh, that he had some from a marriage well, and she had some from a marriage. There you go. Blended family. Not but, very Catholic. Boy, had eight at some... Yeah, Catholic, you can't... Oh, wait. I thought the cool pope said you can be divorced now. Oh, you can. Come on. I don't know. I don't know what's Didn't happened. did the pope just die while I was... A pope died, yeah. The, the one who quit? Yeah. The, the pope who quit. And then, like, there's some... Well, it's a whole thing. Never mind. There's some what? Ah, uh, people. Some dirt on him. Uh, Conspiracy uh, theories. Just look into look into him. He's got some. Who? He's, he's got the, the Pope that just the, died. The that died. I don't care. He's got some. He's got some stuff. No way. <laughs> Is that as shocking as Kevin Pitsnoggle's white trash tattoos? <laughs> Uh, What's Pits more shocking? I'm looking at Pitsnoggle, and uh, he is the tattoos have grown. He's got uh, a full sleeve now. He's, All put right. on, he's put on some weight. Are you ready? Bills, not, Bengals, not really, playoff decisions. What have the NFL decided? We will we will lay it out for you very clearly next on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.